Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Uh, okay, just an update. Just an update. Newsy update uh, as we get ready for NFL uh, to kick off tomorrow. Chiefs and Lions. Uh, Josh McDaniels is having a press conference, Jason. Uh, and Chandler Jones, in case anybody uh, has missed that, he's once upon a time was the sack leader in the NFL over a period of time, over three or four years, uh, of course, before he showed up with us. Um, and uh, he took to Instagram this week and uh, and said he couldn't get in. He was locked out of the facility and was going in on his coach, that he's not going to play for the Raiders anymore. Keep in mind, he got a huge contract last year. And, uh, and Josh McDaniels said, uh, just a few minutes ago, that Chandler Jones is not here. It wouldn't say if he's playing the opener on Sunday. Yeah, so he would not say it would not say if he's playing. It's a personal situation, a private matter. We have dealt with it, and I am not going to talk about it. Mm. He did confirm that Chandler Jones is not a leader. Well, he's, I shouldn't say leader, but he said he's not a captain. He confirmed so, he's not a captain. This is disciplinary, clearly. Well, again, it just it, 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 it's it's why you don't ever assume good things will happen for this team and this franchise. You know. Um, I've said it before, and and I know Fitz pushes back on this every time I bring it up, but what has Josh McDaniels shown to make you believe that he is cut out for this job as a head coach in the NFL? He looks like a damn idiot. He can't control his players. He can't control his team. He's got guys going at him on social media. They don't win. They blow leads. New quarterback that's going to get hurt after five or six games. Like This is this has the potential, I, f- I feel, to be the, uh, what is it, the harbinger? Of, uh, of of just absolute horrible things to come for the Raiders. I think it's going to spiral out of control. I think Jerry Judy's going to play on Sunday. I think they're going to go into Denver and get waxed. Uh, in fact, I added on to my position uh, at, at minus three and a half. Um, I just I feel very mm. strongly about this. Uh, I know that the, that the Broncos haven't beaten the Raiders. Excuse me, yeah, it's exactly. It's hard to believe, but the Broncos haven't beaten the Raiders in years. Um, that's going to change. It's overdue to change. Um, and I think this is an example of, of why it will. Uh, this is a disaster, man. This is one of your highest-paid players that's that's not going to probably play for you on Sunday. And I know that you could argue, well, he only had four and a half sacks last year anyway, right? Trash. But it's one less person that the offensive line has to block. That's actually a threat, you know, like right. that's a, you know, credible threat. We don't have many of those, bro. So now uh, Max Crosby is going to get double-teamed all damn week. You know, it's just the truth uh, all game. 
Um, and then, like, who else? Tyree Wilson just got back on the, on the practice field two weeks ago. He ain't ready for this. So it's going to be a Denver Broncos ass whooping uh, for the Raiders. Don't say I didn't warn you. Um, and don't say I didn't give you the heads up. But, uh, again, one step closer, Jason, to Josh McDaniels being fired with the Raiders. I love to see it. Again, I mean, this is that Chris Jones not playing for the Chiefs this possibly this entire season's. Like that's 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 big news, you know. Chandler Jones, end of his career, not playing for the Raiders, maybe week one, his clown show stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. And I understand that you're correctly pointing that that this is another sign for yes. Josh McDaniels this is a, that is out of this control. This is an NFL head coach that is showing signs of once again not being able to do this job. You know, I don't know what the I don't know what happened. I don't know what was Clearly said. He's trying to discipline the guy, and it's not going over well. The guy's not not not. Being the, he's not down to be disciplined. How can you be disciplined by a guy? That you, you locked him out of the team facility. It sounds like, or whatever else. Yeah, you're like, not Bill Belichick, man. You know the the locker room's going to laugh at you. That's exactly this, right. That this has become a story and it's been handled the way that it has. But. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I mean, again, jo- Josh McDaniels go out there and win nine games. Y'all ain't firing him. Man, you could go out there and win nine games just as soon as Josh McDaniels will, bro. Come on, this is not happening. It's a paradox. It's impossible. Again, I just feel like a lot of this is rooted in the fact that you were, you know, you're invested in his failure this year. In many ways, in every possible way, am I invested in his failures this so year? I think, I think it's clouding your news judgment. No, I mean, there's nobody that I think you could get on to talk no, no, about Josh McDaniels that would Chan- say he's Chandler a good Jones coach. Coming off a four and a half sack season last year, ain't gonna have a bit of. Hilla Bean's difference, if he's playing or not, in this game against Denver is my point. Well, that, That's what I'm saying. And not directly, you're, you're but indirectly. To this, oh, this, I mean, the Denver's going to kick that ass this weekend. Indirectly. Like, it's one less person, one less bro, big he's body a, to it, block. What is he, 33, 34 years old? The dude yeah, but you got a factor but, anymore. Well, yeah, Told that, you that when you signed What, him. he had four sacks against the Titans when they played two years ago? I mean, he can do that. Two years ago? They had four sacks. I mean, what, or was it five? It might have been five. I think that's what he got the contract on. Right, before he got to y'all. Right, exactly. Everything that comes to us, including Jimmy Garoppolo, y'all going to find out, dies. It's the way it goes. Jimmy is just... Except Devontae Adams. Jimmy lives somehow. for people like you, doubters right. like you. Jimmy had a great defense for his entire career, and he is not going to have it. Go him. out there, him and Devontae going to form a bond. No, dude. That's going to have him possibly competing for the third spot in the AFC You West. guys are going to find out the hard way that Jimmy's record... Is completely about the 49ers. It ain't about him. It's about that ta- about that team, that defense, that coaching staff. And he's now coming over to the biggest circus in the entire league. And it is it, it he unfortunately will also look like a clown because that's what happens when you join the circus. You become a clown, and that is what is going to happen with Jimmy G. It doesn't have to always be a circus, Jason. It doesn't have to always be that. It was a circus with Gruden, though, and it, it was, and it's a circus now with Josh McDaniels. It can stop being a circus when Mark Davis sells the team and they get a brand-new coaching staff. Until that happens, you're going to keep campaigning. And, yeah, one less clown going to be part of the circus on Sunday, it sounds like, in Chandler Jones. Next story. Is TCU the laughing stock of college football? No. Uh, that's what their linebacker, Johnny Hodges, said uh, Tuesday. was asked about the team's defensive performance. Obviously, TCU on the short end of that 45-42 decision lost to Colorado. felt like the entire nation was watching. And, yes, you know, Colorado was the story of college football through that. But I never, you know, 
more so than 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 TCU failing in this instance, and it was you you, you fall out of the top twenty five. You know, you're, you're the ranked team in this spot. I just thought, you know, for what Travis Hunter showed us, which was something we never seen before, sort of a Shohei Otani type performance, and then uh, Shadour Sanders, that this was more an impressive offensive performance than it was a defensive failure. Uh, keep in mind, yeah, I mean, TCU is obviously going to have to be better defensively, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, when you you know, he, he can say, listen, we should have a wake-up call last year in the fact that we lost 65-7 to Georgia. And this kid, uh, Johnny Hodges, was the defensive newcomer of the year last year in the Big 12. So he's got high expectations for his defense and everything else. And his point was, you know, we, we should have been woken up last year and that this was we clearly weren't. We give up this many points to Colorado. We're the laughingstock. I just – I think it – you know, it, it sort of I – don't, I don't know how to put that. I, it makes what Dion did, I guess – you say it's less impressive? I don't know because again, that's sure it was a poor, def- a poor performance. But you know, those are Division One athletes, big boys. Some of them that were just in the national championship game last year, and I, I don't know. I, I thought, I thought in saying that we were that bad, it right. sort of takes away yeah. from what was very clearly an impressive performance by that kind of. I well, mean, a, a lot of it's just accountability. He's saying we were bad, exactly. But to say it made you the laughing stock of college football. That that sort of gives off the impression that you don't think Colorado's going to do this on a week to week basis. That they're well, not going to be this this good or whatever. Well, right? I, I don't I, I don't need you to take that. Okay, which is y'all have gotten enough damn credit for Colorado. We, you don't need to take that as a slight to Colorado. I think it's more of he's he's combining the championship into this. The last two yes. games. So the last two games that you've seen TCU. One was just an absolute blowout destruction of of the you know ninth degree, and the other one you know I mean, I get, I they, get were, they, that, they I, were they were twenty and a half point favorites. I mean, so you can see it's it's it, he is just it's like you know what it's like when we have a um, I'm just gonna just try to try to relate this to to I mean you'd be the last topic if Bethune Cookman well exactly did he, this to you it's it's like if we have a bad if it's like if we have right. a bad month. Right, and I'm like, oh man, we're you know we just and it's, and it's not that bad, right? So then you're like, John, what, what's wrong with you? Like, it's not that bad. It's fine. But I'm wallowing, you know, because I'm I I think we should be you know this every single month, that every single month, and when we're not that, like I just I internalize it and I and I just it's the worst. I, I feel like we're the worst, you know, even though that's that's a warped, twisted reality. But I think that's sort of where he's coming from. It's like they're not the lab. He knows that at the in the end, he knows that. But what he also feels is that their their last two games are 0-2. And that's probably weighing on him, and he's probably starting to, like, you know, get frustrated. And I think that's – it's really a motivational thing. It's like, we're the live stop, so we're going we're gonna to come oh, that, out. That's fair. You know, that's fair. I'm not, I'm not going to fight that. Yeah, Nickel State's going to get the, you know, beat down of its life. I don't know. Um, no, I, 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 I noticed my, my, that. I, I guess I just took it as, like, as if those aren't – Real Division One athletes, not just guys that did this right. in an HBCU. They yeah. came up there and did it to you too. No, I don't you know, think anybody's almost, laughing at TCU at all. I mean, I think if anything, it's it was like a it was a nod to a classic great exactly. football game. Um, that well, uh, well, and and a hell of a job by by Dion, on, on yes. the fly yes. of putting together but this I, new group was, of players with a new coordinator and himself. And yeah, I mean, it's and like, only committing six penalties. Exactly. Like, what are we talking about here? I mean, well, who had high hopes for TCU this year? I mean, you know, they're replacing their, you know, they're replacing uh, their quarterback. They're replacing, you know, their OC. Like, I just don't think anybody had these great. I know they were ranked, but that was probably based on name and what they did last year than anything else. They lost Kendra Miller. They lost their quarterback. They lost their coordinator. They lost their number one receiver. They lost everything. It's like when Memphis basketball lost Derrick Rose and, 
you know, CDR and Joey Dorsey, they were ranked the next year, but they had to figure it out with Tyreek and yeah. those guys. They had to like, you know, they had to go uh, put Tyreek at point guard, go start six and four. You know what I mean? That's that's where TCU is. They're they're gonna figure it out, and I and and they'll be whatever they'll be by the end of the year. But they'll, they're not a laughing stock. You know, Arkansas State is the laughing stock of college football. Butch Jones crying on the damn sideline. Yeah, that that unfortunately is the laughing stock. I would say right now. Is there anybody else that I mean, Bethune Cookman? I shouldn't even have entered this discussion. The fact that you did that is, I'd say, no, that, that's what that, I'm saying. If you had lost to them, then that, you'd be a laughing stock. That's a slight. What you did there with Bethune? No, it's yep, that's a slight. That was a slight. They shouldn't have no, even it's, been it's eligible. Proper, it's proper context. They shouldn't have even been if, eligible if, if, for the discussion. You get rolled by somebody like them. That's laughing stock. Seventy-three nothing. You crying. Memphis about to beat you by twenty something. Yeah, according to the books, that's laughing stock type material. Yeah, um, but Colorado putting forty five up on you ain't. Yeah, no, I that, think because if that's the case, they're gonna make a lot of people laughing. Remember when we used to do the wall of was it the wall of shame? Wall of shame, yes. And we had Tennessee on it almost weekly. If we if we were doing Bush. a if we were doing a wall of shame because it was the champions of life, remember? Yes. And then the trash can. Yes. That I was mean, Butch. they just made mistake after mistake. I think we had five every week, right? So this week it'd be Arkansas State. It would be Clemson. Oh, Clemson by far. It would be who else would be on the wall of shame this past week? I feel like I feel like I'm missing it. I mean, we, we might have taken TCU just because it was at home. We wouldn't have taken TCU on the but wall of shame. It's not laughing stock. No, we, they wouldn't have gone on that. They, I mean, they would have been, you know, because I think you you look at that number and you're like twenty and a half, but but that team should never have been twenty and a half point underdogs, right? I mean, I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like they'll they'll probably never be that ever again. Under Dion, if they're ever uh, if if they're ever that again, it might be Alabama or something like. And I just don't I don't see that uh, happening. So uh, uh, Arkansas State, um, Clemson, Bethune Cookman. I don't maybe no. okay. I mean I, I mean yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out. Uh, Virginia. They're just we wouldn't have we wouldn't have five. Would Virginia have been on there? Uh, we expected them to go in and get beat. Mm-hmm. Trying to think Nashville. of like. Were there were there any other huge upsets? I don't think so. No. That's why we ultimately had to stop doing it because like, there there weren't always five teams exactly. that you know belong to be shame. I mean, there's there's always like you know two or three, but it's like the. Dude, I mean, LSU second half. LSU could go on the wall of shame for sure. Their they, second half, could. I mean, they got destroyed, bro. They got absolutely like killed. So yes, I think LSU is one of those teams for sure. Um, but yeah, I would tell that young man, hold your head, man. It's gonna be all right. He didn't want to hold his head. It's gonna be all right, man. Like like Jason said, you, I, I you, just, at least you ain't Bethune Cookman. Well, again, there aren't gonna be. Uh, and, and you make the right point. You're one two last two games. You haven't shown well, um, but you're not gonna be as much of a story either over these next few weeks that you have been the last two times out either. That's yeah. because you're not making another national championship game. You're not making another playoff. Those days are done, and so you don't have to feel so embarrassed by this. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- exactly. That'd be my, that'd be my advice to Brother Hodges. All right, well, we have a very interesting story developing here that could have a massive impact on the NFL. Uh, Caleb Williams' father talked to GQ. You know Caleb Williams, right? Mm-hmm. You familiar with his game? Yep. You know what he can do? I mean, he's like a, he's a wizard. He's like, a, like a, the Harry Potter rides that you did at Universal Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's – he inspired those with his ability, right? Wingardium Leviosa type tip. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's the kind of time he's on, big fella. Oh. Uh, his dad told GQ 
that they will absolutely consider staying at USC for another season if they don't like who gets the number one pick. That right now, obviously, the huge favorite is Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals. And it's going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Will they keep the number one pick? I don't know. Will they have it to trade? No questions asked. No doubt in my mind. They've traded all their relevant depth. They're starting Josh Jobs at quarterback. Have they announced that? Uh, no. That was between mean, him and the other. It is, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just I, – I don't know that it'll be him at the end of the season. I assume they sure, start, sure, sure. you know the, what I mean? The point is but they yeah, don't have I mean, a real start. Bro, it's probably going to be Clayton Toon by the end of the year. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to start Josh Jobs. He's going to probably get hurt because that offensive line is bad. Then they're going to put Clayton Toon in there. and they're yeah. gonna, They aren't going to win three games. I just don't see it. I don't see how they win three games this year. They're not going to be favored. They're going to be a touchdown or more underdog in every single one of these games most likely. Um, I just do not see a way for this team uh, to win three games, and neither does Caleb Williams' dad, and that is why he told GQ he's willing to stay, that Caleb Williams is willing to stay at USC for one more year if they don't like it. Now, you were skeptical of this when we initially talked about it, that's ridiculous. It's so naive to come out and say something like this. It, it it reeks of you don't understand how this works because again, Arizona could be in a situation where they come off, they trade that pick. You're you're trying to establish some sort of leverage when you really have none. Look at the Bears situation. They decided, frankly, I thought it was too soon before the draft. I thought it'd be a little bit closer to the draft. They decided to come up off the number one pick traded to Carolina. Mm-hmm. You've got no idea whether it'll be the Raiders. You know, some other team, uh, Washington, that decides we want to move up and try to get Caleb Williams. You have no idea who's going to be number one, and you have to figure there's a good chance Arizona comes uh, decides to trade off of that pick because, again, they just locked up Kyler Murray. And my argument would be who's the sucker franchise that you're con- going to convince that Kyler Murray, for whatever it is, half a billion or whatever he's locked up for, is going is to be their guy, mm-hmm. the right guy for them. Who's going to take that? It's going to shift everything about their salary cap for the next five, six, whatever years it is. Who's going to be the sucker team that takes him? My point would be, so there's a good chance Arizona's already dug its own grave. They're stuck at quarterback and will have to trade this pick to someone interested in taking Caleb. So back to the dead. This is naive to come out and try to sound like you're you're trying to establish some leverage right now when you got no idea come draft day who's going to have the number one pick. Well, that's and there's a good chance it ain't gonna be Arizona will have dealt it. Well, so here is so my point. You don't have to declare until you know the season is over, right? I mean, so that 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 would be you would know by the time it's time to declare who it would be. So you're the, just talking about who has the pick, right? In terms of the way they in the NFL finished, right? We're not talking about that is how, but, who could trade that pick well, up until draft day. Because here's the thing, right? You got to all the way till draft day I, to do I, that. I mostly am with you. Like it's it, it's bluster. It sounds good because you don't like Arizona, and I don't blame him. I don't bl- like that. That situation is is piss. Who would want to play there? Um, especially if you're Caleb Williams and you're you know you're going to be the number one pick this draft, next draft, every draft. Well, they might have the first two picks, right? Them, the the, them, and the Texans. I pick. think the Texans will probably. You're right. They, they could. They could have the top two picks. Or there's no question about that. But here's the thing. You just do what Eli Manning did, you know? Like, you just refuse to play for the Cardinals, and you let them know, if you draft me, I will not be playing for you. It's just that simple. That's what Eli did. It worked, you know? Uh, it's happened before. If you really feel that strongly about it, they will they will trade it. You know, they will do that. They will they will select you for another team, and they will get a, you know, they will get a, a King's Ransom, but they will select you for another team, and and uh, and, and that's 
Because, like, they're they're not going to draft you against your will, man. They're, that's just badass business. When is the, when has that worked? When have you heard about a guy saying, I, I refuse to go to that team, and then that team picks him, and he plays, and it's all good? Didn't Elway do it, too? I know Elway Eli, forced Eli a trade. Like the yeah. last one. So Elway, Elway forced too. a trade, 100%. I don't remember who it was. I think, was it the Colts? I was going to say the Colts. Yeah. And he said he didn't want to play there, and they, and they ended up so. trading. So Eli wasn't the only one. When you're the quarterback, and I get it, man. I I mean, again, that that situation is year. I mean, you he could go to Arizona, and they could never be good. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, they have they have they are so far away from being relevant. You know, whereas like, let's just talk about the teams that could be in in position for the number one pick. Uh, Washington. Washington has a, a a decent running game. They got a couple players there with. Antonio Gibson and um and, and Brian Robinson. They got Terry McLaurin. They got Jahan Dodson. You know, they got some weapons out there. That one, I think he's from DC. Mark was telling us from the DC area. Mm-hmm. Can sell that. New England. You know, they don't have a quarterback. Uh if they if they win five, six games, they're gonna be in position for that. Um to at least maybe even trade to trade up. Um so that could be who who wouldn't want to be coached by Bill Belichick. That's one. Uh the Raiders, who wouldn't want to go to Vegas, that's one. Uh, I think those are sort of the teams that you're you're talking about contending and vying. Houston's got a QB. Carolina's got a QB. Atlanta's going to win too many games to be in the in the in the discussion for that. Um, you know, those are the kind of teams that because you're not going to see a team make a damn 17 spot jump, right? It's like in, that's it, not going to happen. It's interesting. A lot of these teams have they do young QBs yeah. that they're trying to figure out. There's only I four mean, or five teams. Tampa Bay is a team Tampa that's going to be interested Tampa Bay in could do it. trying yep. to find a Tampa franchise QB. Exactly. That's a good one. Yep. Tampa yeah. Bay could do it. Uh, and I think you'd, he would probably go to Tampa Bay because you have two great weapons there. You have Mike Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and a, and a pretty decent defense. Um, so I think that's a in, a in a weak division. You would do that. I think those are the teams, though. Raiders, Bucks, Pats, Commanders, and Cardinals, you know, that would actually draft QBs. Um like Saints would probably, you know, draft a quarterback, but they're not going to be bad enough, you know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Arizona can convince a Tampa Bay to take Kyler Murray off their hands. You think so? One of those teams we just named, one that's desperate enough, then you can keep Caleb. But again, I think that's going to be hard to do. Man, ain't no joke. Especially with the books out. We know he doesn't study, right? That was one of the concerns. Exactly. That's a hell of a question. I don't. I don't know the answer. But you're gonna have to get that from. You're gonna have to get somebody to buy that. They yeah. seem locked in with the wrong dude. From what, but again, that's that's something. But yeah, you're to trying to with. you're trying to tell me that uh, you and know it could really affect what they're able to do in this draft. That their flexibility. I mean, it it kind of it binds you in a way. It cuffs you. You're trying to tell me that if young CJ, um, you know, was a stud quarterback at some point in his life, and you saw, you know, what I'm saying a hopeless situation. That you wouldn't at least try to leverage it, you would at least try to, to you know. No, again, it would be it'd be like you, like you said. It, I'd wait until the situation arose that it looks like okay. Well, Arizona's definitely gonna have the number one pick. We're not playing for Arizona. You know that that's what you do. Yeah, I think that's um, you know make it franchise. You, know, you don't have make to make it, it franchise specific, and and you're pointing again to a lot of the you know the mess. Their their own problems and and people understand that I I, I just think that's the way you do it it's, it's too early right now mm-hmm. yeah there might be a team that trades up that you like well that's you know that's an interesting that's again a- like I said Tampa Raiders somebody like that might be a situation that you like and it could very well be a deal where Arizona's having to trade that if pick. you were that's my point if you let's just say that you're naive because he should look at that Arizona may 
probably going to have to trade the pick. I see a lot of Bryce Young in CJ. You know what I'm saying? Slight of build. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, shifty, you know, high IQ. Nah. You know, if you if, if you were, you know, trying to choose a team for young CJ, like where would you want him to be the franchise quarterback of? Would you want it to be the Bears? Or is it too close to home? No, I'd like to get him in KC. Oh, you want to get him with Andy Reid? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> for however many Andy's got left, even if it's just study, even if it's Andy Reid going to be a consultant by even then, if bro. it's just study under Reid. Yeah, you know? that's hilarious, bro. Okay, yeah. all right, I like it. That's an interesting choice. What a, you know, uh, no consideration for like uh, Nick Sirianni there in Philly, like the young I mean, guys. You know, if you get him in San Francisco, he's going to be successful. It that's feels right. Like. That's right. Anywhere right yeah. there. Oh, you you love Josh McDaniels, so I'm sure the Raiders would have to be. I don't top love of him. I just love the way you're pulling so hard against him. You are invested, bro. You are in his failure. You want to be on the wrong side of history? Then you and can. You th- and you, that's the first thing you think about every day. It's ridiculous. Every day I wake up, I, I check and see what you know. Uh, Chandler Jones, not a ho ho ho. That's another that sign, f- bro. It would be like if we. It would be give like a if, damn about Chandler Jones not showing up or playing this week. Nobody cares. It would be like if we locked the, you know, we locked Connor this Dunning out of the Jones. damn facility here. We can't. He can't. His key card Connor, don't work. Connor, Connor Dunning, much more useful and impactful. He's a part of the he's show. A, I'm saying though, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Jones. Jones not, he's a starter. He was a captain last year. Four and a half sacks for that captain that you you lauded this signing. And, you went crazy about, it, and I told you when you did it. This fool's over the hill. Okay, is there nothing to be said for opening up the, the opportunity is, for sacks for Max, though? How many sacks Max have? A lot. How many of those are it's directly your, attributed to Chandler Jones? is with your news judgment Bro. that you could bring stuff like this to the forefront and say, see, see, I told you. Be- hear me now and believe me later. Raiders going under that six and a half. When we get to December, they're going to be like, John, you were right about that, man. They really were the disaster that you said they were. They really were. Jimmy G really didn't last more than eight weeks of the season, man. Jacoby going to have a hamstring Jacoby. pool. You're going to be leading off the rundown. Jacoby. With Told you they couldn't get there. They couldn't get to seven. <laughs> Told you it was a clown show. <laughs> the uh, the uh, uh, backup tight end got a hole penalty. Told you I didn't get no discipline, man. <laughs> Did Jacoby go in our uh, fantasy league? I don't think so. I took him in one though. I took him in one last night, like one of the I last. Really, I don't picks. even think I saw him get drafted. I think he's, he's like, your number two, right? Yeah. Well, you got Renfro there, but uh, Renfro's the three, dude. He's the underneath slot man. Yeah. No. You I mean, paid I, Jacoby come in there and be the I two think, to Devontae. I think, I think Jacoby Myers could actually like have a. There, nobody's going to guard him. I mean, nobody's right. going to defend him. Right. Exactly. Got to defend the underneath with Renfro and you know what it's like and Devontae it, on the outside. It, it's a little bit like uh, Traylon Burks. I think Traylon Burks for the Titans could actually have a sneaky good year because everybody's going to be paying close attention to uh, – it's, it's going to be very different this year for and him the tight end. because Traylon Burks was drawing the best DB last year, you Great. know. Um, he was being shadowed probably, and now he's going to get the number if he's, two guy. If he's good. I, think they, I, I actually think the Titans' offense will be better than, um, you know, the, the standard deviation of what we expect from them, you know. Oh, I've been telling you that, yeah. though. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually – I'm a little higher on the Titans than maybe Once they I got DeAndre, it opens it back yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, because if you look at, like, the, the we have this sort of reputation, like, not reputation, we have this perception of the Titans, right? We have this perception of the Titans and what they do. Go look at A.J. Brown's numbers in 2020 with the Titans. I mean, that dude was putting up real, you know, w, you know WR1 numbers, bro. Like, he, he put that up. Was that, that, our, that was our boy Arthur Smith, wasn't it? Yes, that's true. 
That is true. Mm-hmm. Fair point. So I that well, you know, maybe that's that. Um, and then before him, it was Lafleur, right? So they have had it. They did have a great run of OCs there. Um, I don't know who the guy is now. Is it a new one? The Titans have a new OC. Uh, not new from last year, I don't think. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tim Kelly is his name. It, what was it, John? John? Oh, 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 it was. Didn't they? They did. They they did change those. He was promoted. Yeah, it was because uh, I think it was Downing that like Who got uh, in some trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he he was the passing game coordinator. That's right. Last year, um, but now he's the OC. So, I mean, if if you, I mean, let's just. I mean, I, I know I was in staring at White Station, but we can do a little bit of simple math here. If you promote the passing game coordinator to call your plays, mm-hmm. that would seem to me to suggest you're going to pass the ball a lot more. You're going to be dialing up more passing plays. So again, you can now. Remember, they were last in receiving last right. year. They didn't have right. anybody. Right. You guys Parks got... is uh, facing number one coverage. Oconquo. Oconquo. It's a coming out party for him. It's a slick be- – I mean, like, Titans, like – you got to be on your game every week against them for sure. Remember, your boy Chernoff doesn't like the Jags' defense. Right, it's a exactly. chance that the Titans going to march up and down the field on the Jags. I, I think it's it's going to be just like every other year. Play action all day in that division. It's going to be an absolute knockdown dragout until the final week. Is my guess right now. Um, you know, between those two, and 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 honestly, like my my other guess is that the Titans are going to be underdogs quite a bit, and you're going to be able to get some. There are going to be some spots to, yeah. ta- to take them. That's a good bet, too. You know, um, including maybe even week one in New Orleans. They're, third, they're uh, three-point dogs. I mean, that's a tough one going there week one and, and cover a field goal spread, but I think they can do it. I think it's possible. So, uh, anyway, yeah, Caleb Williams says he ain't going to Arizona, basically. Uh, he will stay his ass at USC if it comes down to that. Does he mean it? We shall see, but that's what his dad said publicly. All right, we'll come back. Norton Heard, the fourth, is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about Memphis basketball, Mikey Williams, all that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 in bonus bets. That's guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app's easy to use. You can bet on everything, obviously from spreads to player props and so much more. FanDuel's got a bunch of pre-made bets, too, good for us new folks. So visit FanDuel.com slash Smith and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. That expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at one 800 889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends on September 18th. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews canceling. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. If you want to get away out of your current house, get in touch with the Live Love Memphis group. They'll help you do just that. Help you get the most money for your home. Help you get multiple offers. The market's always changing, man. You never know. One day it could be very different than the one before. And they know exactly what's coming. They know every market. They've seen it all, done it all. High, low, in between. They're the team you need to just fly through the friendly skies of real estate. Trust them. Know they're going to help you get the best deal on whatever side of the market you're on. Reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. Or you can call 625-5200 is the number. Again, 625-5200. Go ahead and lock it in now or later. No matter, as John said, what the market is looking like. Uh, certainly was different for me five years ago than it is for you right now. Uh, but Jennifer Carstensen has done it in every market. She's an expert. And she's out to improve this city by getting folks out of renting situations, rentership, get that lowered, increase home ownership. That's her mission, mission in life. So, again, um, again, it's more than just having a good business. She's out here to improve things. She wants to get you in that home. If you've got a situation where you're ready to sell, she can help you with that, too. She's going to get you the most money for your home. Uh, just don't be like me and put off making the call for too long. 901-625-5200. They are the best. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the Real Estate Agency. All right, we're back. Uh, Norton Heard the Fourth's going to join us uh, at 125 in about 30 minutes uh, or so, give or take. I don't know, 40 minutes here. Uh, Chris Jones, uh, one of the one of the big angles of uh, of Thursday Night Football, which, as you know, kicks off tomorrow. Uh, Spanakopita, some yinglings. I'm thinking that's kind of what we'll the do. The Amazon thing again, right? At, at your or house. No. Yeah, it's got to be, right? It's Amazon? Thursday. Okay. Yeah. You doing the Spanakopita? Even the kickoff one? Even the kick, the first one. Amazon. We'll you think Amazon going to agree to a deal and not have the opener, bro? Well, they, I mean, they need to. They don't have Patrick Mahomes. So just making sure that I need to be locked in. Because, again, Amazon, a little bit different experience for me. Yeah, well, you, you yeah. Can't, you can't surf. You can't bop in and bop out. Okay, so no. Can, Good call. It comes September see, 14th. Want to be careful. Tough deal there. Tough deal so for they Amazon. Don't even get the, they don't even get the champ. So I guess it's going to be on. Uh, you know what? I did. The games are going to go to a much lower quality. Who's it going to? Who's it going to be? Where's it going to be then? NFL. Like what? What gets Thursday night then? CBS. I'm, I'm assuming it's NBC or something. NBC. They're, and they're just getting uh, like NBC two Sunday night it. games. You're exactly right. It's a Sunday yep. nighter or something. Yeah. I think. But there is an actual Sunday night game, right? It's the Giants and Cowboys. Yep. So. You're exactly. I don't know right. how it works, but I'm thinking it's two NBCs. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're exactly right, my man. Thursday kickoff, NBC gets. The old man. man still got it. I don't. I mean, if I'm Amazon, bro, I'm like, yo, you gotta give, you gotta give well, the damn. And, and <laughs> theirs know? is a bad deal because they yeah. get, they get Commanders Bears. Remember, I mean, right. their games were Earth awful it, last. It was our prime games. So, so who is their first game? Um, now, I'm, now you got me curious. All right, let's look at this. Th- let's look at the Amazon schedule for uh, for the Prime Video Thursday mm-hmm. Night Football. Get the dings ready, Brad. We're gonna determine is this a ding or an X for these matchups. Have they gotten any better than last year? Is the question. That's what we'll find out. Right. Week two, the first game on. Uh, uh, on Prime. Prime is Minnesota visiting Philly. That's a pretty good game. I'd say that's a yes. I'd say that's a, that's a good game. Week three, uh, Giants at Niners. 
That's a great two game. playoff teams. Blueprint. What are we talking? We're off to a great start here. Uh, week four, Lions at Packers. It's a good game. I'd say absolutely. Bears at Commanders. There it is. It's a repeat of that's, last that's year. That's our first X. Watch that mess in Belize last only year. We really, turned it off. Only because of the Commanders portion of it, though, in fairness. I don't know. Uh, uh, Giannano says they like Howell. Them folks, I mean, folks will uh, just delulu is the salulu, bro. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's. Sam Howell can't be an Sam upgrade Howell. from what they've had in there with our man Hines. See, like, that's, that's why y'all should respect me because I'm wide awake about my team. You don't hear me coming in here saying things like that. If they just have a quarterback, they actually have a team. Bro, Sam Howell Theoretically. stinks. He's horrible. Hear me now, believe me later. Okay. Broncos at Chiefs week six. It's a ding, man. It's at, Broncos at Chiefs. That's a good game. Russell Wilson at camp. We're talking. Okay, you got to. We're are we doing this based on last year? Or are we doing it based on no, the Jason Smith power ratings? It's it's okay. It's it's a ding. If it's it's not an X. I mean, it's Mahomes on Thursday Night Football. If I'm an Amazon executive, that's all I need. Just give me that side of it. Uh, so we've only had one X. Yes. Bears, Commanders. Yes. Jags at Saints. Trash. <laughs> And I know what's about to happen. I'm about to get a DM. I don't think. It's, I think it's when we discussed this game last time that I got your fan, it's your two, number it's one two, fan. It's two projected playoff me. teams, two projected division winners. How do we call it trash? Because it's the Saints, and you have that agenda with him. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I like getting under his. Trevor skin. Lawrence is your fantasy quarterback. I know, and yeah. and and Carr's probably going to be pretty so- solid enough in in New Orleans to give them the division. Yeah, and a, by default. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have to succumb. Okay, uh, week eight, Bucks at Bills. That's a, that's bad. Is Baker Mayfield at the Bills. That's if bad. If he's still standing by that time, that's bad. I'd say that's yep. bad. That's a slight. If they haven't quit on him, that, that's an ugly game. Uh, week nine, <laughs> Titans at Steelers. These are good games. They actually have a pretty good slate so far. Uh, Panthers at Bears. No, I'm sorry. They keep doing that to week y'all. Week ten. Yeah, putting us on Bengals Ravens. Obviously. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Dolphins at Jets. It's a great one. Uh, Thursday night's on Prime. Bezos is loving this. Seahawks at Cowboys. It's Dallas Cowboys on Prime. Winner. Seahawks, Seahawks about to take a step back, though. Yes, they are, but you're still getting, you're still getting the Cowboys, though. Agreed. That's uh, fine. Pats at Steelers. No. The the end of Bill. Yeah, that's an X, I would say. Because the Pats are not going to be competitive by week 14. I don't believe so. Um, Chargers at Raiders. No. Uh, Saints at Rams. No. Jets at Browns last Thursday of the season. Well, it, gets better, it gets a little rough there at the end, doesn't it? It, it? We did not stick the landing. We don't think the Browns are going to be good by the end of the year. I Do you would, know something? I would cra- bet against They're like 5-1 in their last six against Cincy, though. Yeah, they kind of own them a little bit here. Uh-huh. They're going to be a pretty. Uh, they're going to be a pretty. They could still be in the playoff. They're going to be a live dog. Time. I don't. Week. I don't know what to make of them yet. Yeah. Because we don't know on Deshaun and the rust and everything else. Uh yeah. So anyway, that's the uh, that's the schedule. And nah, it's actually prime's pretty good this year. It's much better than last year's slate. Yeah. As we uh, as we proceed here, uh, Chris Jones. It's kind of interesting. He has not. He's holding in. Right. He's not holding out. He's holding in. Uh, he wants to sign a new long-term deal with the Chiefs, and for whatever reason, beyond the the you know um, uh, bounds of my understanding, they have not given him the money. Uh, and he was actually hosting a team charity event. He was attending a team, uh, not a hosting, but attending a team charity event at the Ronald McDonald House of Kansas City today, despite like not playing tomorrow. 
And he was asked about it. He said, I can't really talk about it. Hopefully it gets worked out. It's always been my goal to be a Kansas City Chief for life. I've said that multiple times on social media platforms from interviews, and they know where my position is at. Hopefully we can get something worked out for the long term. He said, if a deal gets done, I can be out there tomorrow. That's what he said. So that's like, hey, yeah, he'd ready. be out there. He I'm just ready. Wouldn't, wouldn't be playing. Much. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid said earlier this week that there's no progress uh, in those talks. He's got one season left on the four year deal he signed in 2020. He wants an improved contract. He was to be paid $80 million. I guess he was paid $80 million over the four years. $20 million average would make him the ninth highest paid defensive tackle this season. Suppose he wants to be the highest paid defensive tackle. Well, you can't get over Aaron Donald. The second highest, then. Any issues with that? I would say no. I'd say I'd, I'd have no issues. Yeah. Bro, he helped them win a Super Bowl last year, bro. He helped. Uh, they don't get the Super Bowl without him. Uh, with Burrow there, I mean, I, I got to pay him. I mean, it ain't Zach Martin. No, it's not. But, I mean, I. Where everything crumbles if he's not there. I well, mean, I'm I mean, with we're you. going to see. He had a very uh, the, the smart, he had a uh, opportune run last year in the playoffs. He came alive. Put it to you like this. If Thursday comes and goes and the Detroit Lions go into Arrowhead and they win 41-38, his deal gets done the next day. That is a guarantee. Yeah. If they, if for whatever reason the Chiefs are able to do it without him and Kelsey, then it's going to probably last a little bit longer. Um, he was asked whether he was worried about letting down his teammates. He and, and he's compared his situation to that of any employee who is seeking a pay raise at work. How have I let them down? It's just like when you're at your job and you ask for an extension. You ask for a raise. You're not letting anybody down. Who are you letting down for asking your boss for a raise? Well, to letting down if the chance you might not be there because you asked for too much. Right. It would be and like that's going to put more work on the. That's right. That's 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 exactly on right. The partner. That's like if I was trying in negotiations and I was like, I'm not coming to work until this gets figured out. Right. You would feel like I'm letting you down. Well, because it increases my workload. A hundred percent. And it, it and it, even though I believe in you and everybody, I'm only going to go so long with that. But it and it also changes the show. Uh, completely. It changes the it changed, show. The yin it changed, and the yang of it changes everything. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming that that's how LeJarrius Sneed and and that defensive coordinator feel. Like, damn, like we ain't got our dog. We ain't got our dude in the middle. Like, what are we supposed to do with golf and this Von Ross St. Brown, this high-octane Detroit attack? It ain't like their defense is very good. So I, I, I honestly think he has the leverage in this situation, and we'll, find, we'll, we'll see that in motion. I mean, I think the Chiefs can win, but – It'll be like, you know, 41-38 type, you know, 40, you know, 38-31 type. What's the mo- what's the 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 highest paid DT make? 30? Well, he's like, making 20? Aaron Donald? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm assuming he's number 1. You let's, said our guy's ninth or, or eighth, you said for for Chris? Yeah, let's look this up. So, uh it is Donald. He is earning 31.6 a year. I mean, you he can't be he can't be close to him. Well, he's at 20 right now, bro. I'm just saying you can't put him at 30. Is you know, what I'm saying. You know who number two is? No. Quinn Williams for the Jets, $24 million a well, year. Didn't he? Did he just get a new deal? Or was he mad about the one he's got? I thought I just remembered him something about Quinn and Williams and his contract. Jeffrey Simmons is third, 23 and a half. Ooh-wee. For the Titans. Uh, then there's a there's a lot of guys that make 21-ish, 22-ish. DeForest Buckner, Leonard Williams. Yeah, I mean, Chris Jones. That's is what a, I'm saying. He Chris be, Jones is a better player than Deron Payne, Javon Hargrave, well, Dexter I mean, Lawrence. He's not better than the, the top three, doesn't feel like to me what you said. There's a separation there. Um, so just get him in the top five and get him out there. Yeah, so it's just, it's just yeah, it's something to, uh, it's something to monitor, right? It's something to think about um, that, uh, you know, you're not going to have him. So I don't know. It's, it's an interesting dilemma. Uh, but it'll all, I think, all be dig- – I don't expect them tomorrow, 
But I think it will be dictated, you know, of course, by um, – Well, they can't stop anything. Exactly. They lose, and, and Mahomes can't work his way out of that, and, you know. Now, who will be on that call now because so much has changed? On thir- – on, uh, or, or maybe it hasn't. Maybe I guess I guess Al was it's, already it's there Tariqo, last isn't it? year. So he won't be so – all the NBC Tariqo guys are Tariqo and Collinsworth. And Still Collinsworth. Yeah, it would be them. Al Michaels is on Amazon. Right, I said that yeah. happened last year, but there, but aren't there more changes? I thought an A team. Well, if you're saying that, then you you must know something. Well, well I just meant on the on the overall. Um, maybe 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 it's not. Maybe I'm thinking. I know NBA. We saw great change. I thought Kevin I say, Burkhart and Greg Olson, mm-hmm. um, who I love. They kept them together. They kept Remember them together. There was a concern about Tom coming in, but Tom's not coming in this the year. The top three right? are the same for okay, CBS okay. as well. Uh, okay. I think Matt Ryan might be on some. J.J. Watt isn't going to be on some, uh, in the studio at least. Uh, but I think Matt Ryan is going to be on uh, Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson. It's Ian Eagle, Charles Davis, and Evan Washburn. Then it's Kevin Harlan, Trent Green, and Melanie Collins. Um, Andrew Catalan, Tiki Barber, Matt Ryan, and A.J. Ross is the other team. Greg Gumbel's out. So... It's kind of interesting to see how they kind of go about that stuff. Greg Gumbel's out, huh? Yeah. But, man, Greg, Greg oh. Olson might be my favorite at the moment. I love hearing him. Break. Like, he's so smart, dude. It's like he's so smart. He's so – he sees everything. I know, you know? he doesn't try to be anything he's not. Exactly. He's just like, doesn't dude – try he, to be extra cool. But he's but – he, but, he, but within that, like, he's a super – he's a super nice guy. And that comes Re- across. Relatable. Yes. Like, he comes across as a guy who – like would take pictures with you, you know, if you just stopped him at the airport. He wouldn't be like, oh, no, get away from me. Like he would be like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, thanks, you know. Agreed. And uh, and I think Very that actually likeable. there's some real value in that. And plus he just knows everything there is to know about the game. So um, anyway, uh, that's the latest with uh, Thursday Night Football. Kicks off all tomorrow. Get your fantasy lineups ready. Get them ready to go. Should be fun. It's here. Stick around. Norton Heard the 4th at 125. Jason and John, I'm trying to find ESPN. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 